0: second recording bj how are you
1: i'm um, doing pretty well two whiskeys in can't complain levi baxter great uh spencer how drunk
2: are you you know i've been consciously trying to pace myself because i know you gave us three whiskeys this time so not as drunk as ever before at this moment in the podcast okay well now
0: it's time to put it in fifth gear because we're gonna get recording we're getting ready to pick up the third whiskey uh so let's get going I don't have much in the way of an agenda for the rest of the uh, the pod. I don't know if you guys have any ideas. If not, I can cook something up. Uh,
3: you, you
2: you raised one just odd little thought with me that I've never asked you guys before, so we can go into that.
1: MJ I, I mean, sure. Like we can talk about that for like an hour or two, but um, I feel like the listeners will just turn off the podcast immediately. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called calling
2: a bluff. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the third, and then we'll get me drunk
1: enough to continue a topic.
0: All right. For the third,
1: um, Spencer. Before that, I feel like you should take some uh, spritzes of, of the last one and uh, catch up with the rest of it. Yeah, take seriously. Out into your mouth. We're yeah. chugging this Wait stuff. There. We're chugging it's it. Different. Again, this, this, that, this, that this smells really different.
2: The Tabasco body, the, the, the Tabasco effect of this really does nicely slow me down. So this is a this is a good pacing for just keeping me tipsy.
3: Thank no, you we don't want sweet.
2: that. This is a wonderful plan on your part. <laughs> good 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 good,
0: good, good. start there. All right so uh, I would like Spencer to try.
1: and then we'll go Spencer Levi BJ. So what I'm going to say before anybody starts in is um, one of the things that I like to look at is the color of whiskeys. And so I was actually quite excited when um, I was looking at the different whiskeys that you sent out. And there were two that were um, very bourbon in color. So I would say very clearly caramel added. Um, so one of the things that I've talked about in the past is unshield filtered natural color. And uh, what that usually means is that they, so unchilled, filtered essentially means that uh, the different oils and uh, more complex organic compounds haven't been filtered out, and so if you were to add cold water when it's cold, the whiskey will get cloudy, and that natural color means that there's no uh, coloration added, and usually that's in the form of caramel, and it will make the whiskey sweeter, Um, and so when you're looking at different whiskeys, there's a sort of brown caramel color that most bourbons have, and many, many, many whiskeys have. Um, Johnny Walker has it. uh, uh, Maker's Mark definitely has it. It's sort of this medium brown color. And then there are a lot of whiskeys that look a little bit lighter. And uh, I think Spencer mentioned this at some point that it looks a little bit more like a champagne. So it's a little bit lighter. It looks maybe a little bit more in color to a, a slightly darker white wine or something like that. And those are usually or not always, but usually there isn't color added. So it isn't sweeter because there's been caramel added. Um, it's sometimes uh, indicative of cast strength or something along those lines, uh, or a barrel uh, strength whiskey where it hasn't been diluted to 40% for, for mass production. And so whenever there's a whiskey that has a uh lighter color or more yellow than brown, it's something that I'll often look for in whiskeys and, and be like, okay, well, you know, when I'm looking at whiskeys on the shelf, I mean, this one, you know, hasn't been chill filtered, hasn't, isn't, sorry, uh, in, in its cast strength, you know, isn't that, you know, normal 40% that you get from many, many whiskeys on the shelf.
3: Okay.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> Mister, what did you think? i have to try it. I was listening to Bijan, was Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: My plan failed. Trying to talk while uh, everybody else started drinking.
2: Well, this is this is a lack the necessary adjectives to describe what this flavor is, but it is the kind of flavor I particularly like. Uh, it is kind of a hearty flavor. Um, it's not particularly strong, at least to me. I'd be curious to know what the uh, proof of this is. I enjoy the smell of it, um,
1: Spencer. It's in the pudding.
2: What? The proof is in the pudding,
1: yes, thank you
2: um but yeah, I enjoy this um i'm gonna enjoy continuing to finish it and see where i go where I go further on. Spencer question for you of the three whiskeys
0: you've tried, which was your favorite?
2: I think I like I think I found the first one by far the most interesting, um, but as one, I would drink for longer into the evening, probably this one
1: gotcha p j <laughs> <laughs> So so, I have a, a very curious look on my face. I've been smelling it. I haven't dr- drunk it yet. And I and I feel like I'll let Levi talk uh, and his first impressions of the taste of the whiskey. But I've been smelling it. And I just get this overwhelming smell of citrus. like a, a lemon-orange smell to it. Hmm. And so yeah. usually I'll smell whiskeys before I try them. And, and I do it in a way that is definitely not um, in keeping with the... "Quote unquote" correct way to to try whiskeys, and I'll just really get my nose in there. But I just really get this uh, almost like Grand Marnier, like a a very massive and impressive citrus profile to it, and that's why I've been.
3: Leave a certain
1: face to it. You
4: loving it? Uh, I think this is possibly the worst whiskey that I've ever tasted. Before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how different we are about this.
4: Uh, I think I could well, have uh, fireball, and 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 it would be better than this. Um, I so would use this to clean <laughs> my asshole. Uh, oh god, say what you mean. Uh, this makes me want to uh, put on Axe body spray and like sexually harass uh, people. <laughs> wow. They, okay. go very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really confused, Spencer, by your reaction there. Um, I enjoyed it. It's a little more. Yeah, on it. It's overly sweet. It it, it, it tastes... Um, yeah, citrusy is a fair... fair this is thing.
2: very accurate. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to step
0: in here and explain what I've done. What you did. So what I did was um, BJ, uh, myself, and Levi, the very first whiskey, did in fact try OMW. Spencer tried American Honey, which is a wild turkey product. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this last whiskey, which we tried, um, myself, Levi, and BJ tried American Honey and Spencer tried ONW.
3: Motherfuck <laughs>
2: Son of a bitch, no wonder.
0: I was very interested to see how much groupthink affects uh, how you review the whiskey, simply. <laughs> <laughs> we had two completely different whiskeys that we were comparing notes of on the first round, and uh, seemed to come to some sort of agreement about it.
1: <laughs> I'm very proud. So,
3: so Spencer, like
1: na- now, I understand a little bit more and appreciate why you thought <laughs> the first whiskey was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that he
0: said it, the first one was his favorite. He did say that.
1: So, Spencer. Wait, Spencer. Okay, so so okay, this what this did I have? have? Give
2: me some. Let's let's clarify this now. I need tell me the order again. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Settle up. So
0: the first whiskey, which I build as O N W, which is a uh, bourbon from North Carolina, if you can call it that. Um, myself, B J, and Levi had, and that was true. We really did have O N W.
3: Okay. During that
0: tasting, you actually had Wild Turkey American Honey.
2: I wonder I said it was basically syrup.
0: <laughs> and then when we got to the third one, myself, Levi had Wild Turkey American Honey and you had O and W. hmm This okay. was intentional. What I we...
1: mm-hmm. thoroughly appreciate your uh, <laughs> machinations and and uh, uh I'm trying to decide I, I feel like this is more little thinker than uh than anybody else, uh throwing chaos. Uh, It's a ladder that you can climb. I had a here's why here's why I did this because I had a thought that like whatever
0: BJ says like there there's a chance that Spencer might be like yeah that. So I gave him two completely different whiskeys to see if had it happened. Quite happened 100% like I hoped it would, but there was more agreement than there should have been. Owen <laughs> W. O&W Bourbon and Turkey American Honey. <laughs> it's funny because I took Levi off, and I was doing some flavor of this uh, at dinner the other night, and when he opened the third whiskey, Levi, I'm going uh, to put you on blast. I got the receipts here. He texted me, "Bruh, you gave me honey whiskey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, no. so, Spencer, okay. I'm going to complain at you right now. Go on ahead. <laughs>
0: <I've been trying laughs> um, on? This is working perfectly.
1: Your, your dislike of Fireball doesn't make sense to me anymore. Mm hmm. Go on. I mean, yeah. this, doesn't, this doesn't taste like cinnamon, but but it's similarly like. The problem I have with Fireball is the,
2: more than anything, is the intense aftertaste and the coating that results from it. This, at least, had a profound feeling of sugar and also the syrup, like the one you guys had, but it left me fairly quickly. It didn't hang around. Fireball, I'm tasting that for minutes afterwards, I go downward, and it's got an intense, almost sharp cinnamon added to the sugar. And that combination together, I just find utterly repellent. It's like, it's like drinking melted candy. This one gets close, but I think it's still got enough of a variety, enough of what felt like a fruity and nutty taste. It really did feel like that when I tried it. Did I'm it, it, really it,
1: sad that I already finished my coffee and I can't, like, wash it down with something that's going to clean my mouth.
0: <laughs> what I enjoyed about this is we were all talking about O&W, which was, like, a very, like, measured, like, okay, it was a pretty good bourbon, pretty good for the first batch. And I was paying a specific attention to Spencer, who said – oh, my gosh, I really like this. This is really good. And then, like, I don't think I could have multiple glasses of this. Like, <laughs>
2: shout out to you. You did say, I don't think I could drink this all night, but this is okay. It was, as you guys were saying, it is damn sugary. But I, I enjoyed the combination that I had the first time around. I now appreciate how much you guys enjoyed it because I'm this like, what was your first is now my third and my
3: favorite.
1: I also find it really funny that I was like, oh, this is a different color. Like, maybe it's a little bit more interesting. And And talking about, you know, fancier and and, and uncho filtered uh, no no-caramel-added bourbons, and, and you're like, oh, well, this is a honey whiskey, so. Well, no, but
0: it, what, what was so great about that is you you had that spiel because you were just looking at the color, and then you yeah. smelled it, and you
2: shot the camera I was sort of like, what have you done? Look.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is
2: this um, garbage? <laughs> you am making so much fun of it because it looks like champagne. That one, the, my first does look like friggin' perfectly yellow champagne.
1: Yeah, when you said the um the n- amount of bubbles in it were similar, I just I was
3: really confused. It's funny, was like, oh what do you want?
4: Are we get a hit on it? it Maybe I'm unsophisticated, but I've literally never had yellow champagne. Spencer, can you tell me the last time you had yellow champagne? Relatively yeah. recent. It, it was a
1: water sports event that he went to. Shut up.
4: <laughs> I mean, there's a. There's it a slight, like, yeah. olive tinge, maybe a little bit, but, like, not, not, a, not, not yellow. Yet.
2: A golden color, fine.
4: Yes, that. You're not making it better.
2: No, so. I, 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 still, I think Levi's right. Olive color. I'm not saying it.
0: Spencer <laughs> <laughs> has, has thought about champagne, he's not.
2: So, you go, the last yeah. time champagne? Nope. <laughs>
1: golden. <laughs> <laughs> So so is this something that you think about in the shower, or just like, you know, the color of? Uh... No, I'm summoning
2: it as you guys demand the dope make, but I've got it in my head. Last time I've had champagne, that was a gold, That was a golden color. What do you want? I can go buy champagne right now and give you guys a re-review in terms of a third podcast, we do. <laughs>
0: All right, do that, Spencer. No, okay. Yeah, go, go to the store. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, right, that was my addition here to
2: Whiskey on the weekends. Thank you.
3: This <laughs> a little, explains
2: a, a little bit of the uh, confusion I had in your first run we did of this. <laughs> Don't revisionist history of this. There was no confusion. No, there yeah, was. I had no idea why <laughs> you guys were making so much fun of me about the color.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I fully anticipate somebody to get me back with this at some point. Send me some whiskey again. Tell me what it is and I go off, tap, tap, Spencer's
1: and- going to get you like pure Costco whiskey, and then we're going to get something decent.
2: I already did. Oh, wait a second. He already did that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> of the two whiskeys I sent, you enjoyed one of them. Costco, not so much. Was Costco at the bottom of the barrel for the ones we've given so far, or was there something worse?
1: Uh, the, well, the rest of us, other than one of the participants in, in this podcast, refused to follow instructions. I'll uh, had Fireball one hour. One oh, item. yeah, that
2: one, yeah. I've, I've had, had Fireball since because it's been shipped to me or given to me or smuggled with my luggage even
1: when I tried to get rid of it. Yeah, you need to be punished for, for not like, oh, well, everybody else is doing this and we're doing it specifically for, the for, for you know, our, our listeners. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I, I don't want to.
2: I'm in a situation now where a friend of I told a friend of mine, just make whatever you drink if you want, and he walked into my little liquor cabinet area up and said, man, I haven't seen Fireball since college, you must really love it, because like four bottles of Fireball are now sitting there, what you guys have sent me or given me, not big bottles, the little things, but they're there.
1: So, BJ,
0: are you going to of Thrones*?
1: Uh, Probably not, uh, and... I, I guess there there there's a story there because I feel like it's it's kind of bad radio for me to just say probably not. Um, so I looked at flights and and everything else because cause I am excited and and like I kind of wanted to be there with with everybody else and and if I can swing it then then I will. But just flights, I was looking at more than it would cost me to go to shanghai wow uh so when i was... check that again
0: because the, the prices change okay. okay so i'll
1: definitely look but but when i was looking for 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 Khan of thrones it was uh mid 500s and i can literally go to shanghai for less from here and so it's just like no
0: i agree yeah i would check that again because i i actually looked up flights to Nashville and they were really expensive like six months ago and I just booked this past week and they
1: dropped like two, three hundred okay yeah I looked a couple of weeks ago and that was one of the things that, that I thought was really funny I was going to talk to you guys about it. and it's just like you know it seems like everybody is going to kind of thrones this year like is actually you know can, is participating in this and it's something that, that you guys had a lot of fun with and and I kind of wanted to join you but but man like you know if, if I can do a, a week or or whatever in in Shanghai with tours and and you know there are even some uh, vacations where it's like seven hundred bucks and they put you up in hotels and flights and and whatever from 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 L A like yeah it's a little bit further whatever but and and I can do that for the same price as Game of Thrones like I don't know
0: I'm gonna have to. To China. Well, you need to go. You need to go to Shanghai as soon as you can, because Trump's about yeah. to shut
1: that whole shit down. We're not going. To go to <laughs> they can't
0: come here. No cell phones passing back and forth. One thing I'll, have, I'll but need to borrow
1: a, a Huawei phone.
2: Um, it'll
0: be. Bring fun. that up because Spencer kind of turns this year. We have to drink Fireball, right?
2: I was more looking forward to the spicy food that you were going to thread me with rather than that sugary
1: monstrous concoction. Well, Spencer, you you do know your entire weekend is going to be typified by one word. What word? Jokaris. Oh, God. Yeah, you're you're going to. Fireball is a character in the books.
2: Yeah, we're going to have you some fireball at Conthor, and It's going to be blast. Maybe we even do a pod from there. That'd be Can we just try hot, hot chicken again and see if I can actually keep it down this time? Yeah, we're going to do that, too. We're going to do yeah, that.
3: Try to try
1: like, you hiccuping for, like, an hour is not good radio. I mean, it makes us giggle, but it's not good radio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I kept trying for, like, 45 minutes to get through that damn thing until Sarah just took it out of my hands. <laughs> so I kept trying, though. Um, be One trick for uh, your flights, if you if you want to come, uh, fly
1: to Atlanta and then book a separate flight from Atlanta to Nashville. That's usually a cheaper way to do it. Jeez. Spencer, you do realize I'm on the West Coast, and that just sounds like the worst thing ever.
3: Well,
2: at least fly into a hub. That, you, those flights are usually cheaper, and then there are regular flights between Atlanta and Nashville that are usually pretty cheap too.
0: I will say this: having gone on multiple trips with Spencer now, Spencer doesn't give a shit about being comfortable with his flights because God. he'll get in. He was like fine, like sprint. Uh, or spirit? spirit, or whatever the hell it's called, yeah, it's in at like 11 at night. It, it's ridiculous. Inevitably, I'm just sitting in a hotel room just waiting
2: from like 8 till 11 until Spencer gets there. I'm, I'm fine with broaching this topic. Uh, let's start this, this a question line. I personally have the view that I do not give a damn how unpleasant the flight is, what kind of circumstances they give me in terms of food, comfy seat, whatever else. My objective is flight that arrives at a time I like and is cheap. That's the Spencer, only thing I care about
1: okay Spencer like you say that but how often have you flown uh east first of all and second of all like more than east three to five hours Yeah, so so I I say east because um, I've taken a number of cross-country flights where I'm either flying a red eye or flying like five to six hours and the comfort of the flight is Important if I'm a going to do anything else or b, especially if I've taken a red eye. Well, we know that you can sleep anywhere, and and that's there you go. That's the point I was going to make. And I'm just, you, I, this is telling the listeners how terrible a person I am. I'm kind of excited for when you get to that point in your life where like you sleep anywhere and you wake up with aches that you can just no longer do that anymore. And it's and for some nothing. reason that makes yes. me happy, mostly um a Schadenfreude kind of thing where where I'm going to delight in your discomfort. But also damn. Go ahead, Blake. I just said
2: damn. That
3: was just
2: for our listeners' sake, this has been a recurring topic between BJ and I where BJ is legitimately annoyed that I can sleep anywhere and emerge just fine from it. It Perfect. is yes. not stopped.
4: So Spencer, I think you're going to last far longer than BJ uh, wants to, to, to admit. So for the, for the readers, uh, both Terry and I are, are constitutionally not going to fit in seats uh, for a variety of different reasons. Terry is very tall, I'm a bit wider, um, and we just won't fit in seats. Also, Spencer, this, the first part of your sentence there, that, that it arrives at a time that I, I desire, I'm more more meant I really don't care about the time. I know you I don't. Name.
3: Yeah, yeah I, know. I, I, I was about to
4: say because I mean the the problem with Spirit and and Frontier and all of those small budget airlines, right? Is that they don't partner agreements. So if the exactly. flight is canceled, at all. It's, you're, you're screwed. There's no. You're not getting on Air Canada. You're not getting on somewhere else. Uh, you're just like up shit's creek. Um, but your your flexibility there is admirable. Um, you also are what five ten. Um, six,
2: foot, six foot even. Doesn't matter, though. Six foot even. Yeah. Sure. That's convenient. I
1: some mean, it's on the driver's that's, license. It counts. Well, Spencer doesn't stand up straight like 99% of the time, so that's you would fair. have no idea. Well, you may be taller than I am. <laughs> Spencer, what the fuck are you holding and why? A pair of scissors
2: that was just here, and I'm doing something with my hands. Go on. Spencer. <laughs>
1: I like how you teach her home. A like, pair of like kitchen shears that he's just like hell, fondling yeah. while while oh, Levi is yeah. going through. This is what place. I used to open the liquor box. Go on. Funny,
4: man. It funny Makes more sense because it's your home Spencer. You can't just say oh there happened to be, be be scissors here. I don't I don't I know. I brought like them in to well, open well, the box well, on radio and happened. then
1: didn't do that. There happened to be kitchen shears in his bedroom. I I feel like we need to make a like more specific Get, point here.
2: Guest room, but
1: details.
4: Okay. So, B.J., you probably aren't coming to of Thrones*. We'll we'll definitely miss you. Um, you
0: yeah. mm-hmm. shall be missed.
4: You shall be missed. We but, Levi,
0: at least now I have somebody to hang out with while Spencer flies to Nashville and gets in at, like, 1130 on Thursday.
2: You were so annoyed at me the last time we flew to Nashville where I got in, like, eight hours after you. I got there, like, four, and it's like, okay, well, now I just sit and wait for Spencer.
4: I guess now we should like really talk schedules because that's great radio.
2: Um, you guys are getting in on Thursday. Yep, I, I, I'm booking my ticket actually today, so I will let you know what what works for y'all. Oh, okay, what works for us. Yeah, just pretend like
4: you're not just going to make the call. Uh, I'm
2: going to listen to what you like and then book a ticket.
4: How about you Go get in Thursday this? about seven? Well, I've seven? already booked my ticket and I'm getting in on Friday at uh, like ten. 18. We have a winner. <laughs> okay, well that's that's
0: that's fair. Anyway, *Kind of Thrones* that'll be fun. We should. Spencer, I think we should do a pod on the God *Questions* podcast. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's of like maybe a, uh, you know, some live. Live stuff, you know, something along those lines. Live stuff. I don't know. Like you know, some some live radio. Like you know, we're walking through *Kind of Thrones* and and you know. Checking out these different things. So okay. I, I lose we'll some iteration of that. It'll, it'll be yeah. good. It'll can be I good. download
2: Audacity to my phone? Is that is that an option? Uh,
1: we can work uh, that. I, I have we, no we idea. So, huh. so Lee, uh, just to understand my, my difficulty, if I fly Frontier Red Eye, stopping in Chicago, this is the cheapest flight that I can get from uh, to, to go to Nashville. And it is four hundred and thirty. If I get in on Thursday, it, it's four fifty with uh Delta.
0: Now what if I told you Spencer was willing to cover half the cost of your ticket? Uh
1: I I mean I'd probably be more likely to do it because I you know, honestly, like now that I have seen the the uh the cheap flights that are out there to to other countries that I can get when, so when I flew to Japan God, last year, leave uh, it was a little bit over a 500 round trip. And so now, like if I'm paying that much money to go somewhere domestically, it just pains me a little bit.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to Spencer. That was really nice of him to offer that uh, he's going to cover half your tickets. I mean, I think.
1: <laughs> it, it out. I, Yeah. I, I, we can definitely figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Uh, yeah, care, Spencer.
2: We can continue to have off radio. Um, PJ, have you checked Skip Lagged yet?
1: Uh, no, I was just checking Google Plus, but, you know, we can, we can do this off We can. Yeah,
2: Levi's point
0: is a good one. Logistics uh, on the podcast, probably not the best. Levi, do you want to do five minutes of NBA with me? Let's do it. Um, so, wraps in six, right?
4: Uh, no. Um, that would not win me money, so. It's not going to happen.
0: So, folks, me and Levi uh, bet on the NBA
1: Finals. I took the Raptors. (laughs) He
4: took the Golden State Warriors straight up. Uh, Spencer's
0: Mm -hmm. doing something odd with the American (gasps) Honey Bee's drink.
1: Spencer's milking a uh, whiskey bottle. Yeah, so. So, I have a quick question. So, how much do you think the health of uh, certain Golden State Warriors players uh, is affecting the Finals?
0: Uh, well, I mean, obviously, KD not being is probably the best player in the league right now, um, and he him not being there is huge. But that was what I was going to point out to Levi. Is I feel really good as long as KD's not there. Put uh, KD back on that team, though.
4: Yeah. So, in terms of behind the scenes, um, so last weekend uh, 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 was Memorial Day, right? Um, yeah. And I'm, dri- I'm driving back, so I, I'm. A great boyfriend. Um, I went to visit my <laughs> my girlfriend's Adios. niece's play. Um, so I I watched a middle school. I, I drove five hours each way to, to watch a middle school play. Uh, it was fantastic. That um, it was really specific. great. Um, yeah, no, it absolutely was. Uh, but anyway, I'm I, I'm driving back, and my girlfriend's asleep because she sleeps in the car uh, like a an asshole um, when I'm driving. <laughs> uh, I would do the same thing, but it, it is asshole move. Uh,
1: I feel like when we had our hashtag on brand segment, this was prime candidacy. How so? Describing how your girlfriend's an asshole for sleeping in a car when, when it's when it's late at night and you're getting angry and yeah, but it's something that you would anyway. Yeah, I, your would start. Ask, yeah,
4: yeah. I, I would do it as well. I'm I'm not a considerate person in, in, yeah, in it's the a, it's a
0: low level asshole move. It's not real bad. Right. I mean, no, Hashtags on not, brand.
4: It's not super bad. But anyway, I'm driving back uh, Sunday, like late in the morning, and I get a text from, from Terry about propositioning an bet. I'm driving through Richmond, Virginia, uh, and I I, 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 and my girlfriend's asleep, so I were to pick up the phone because she doesn't like when I text when I drive. Um, when she's asleep, it's whatever. I, I, I'm i going to be, <laughs> <gonna> be <laughs> pitting novels. Uh, <laughs> but i see that and i immediately reach it and grab and go oh my god this is free money this is free money uh he wants to wrap straight up uh okay what are you giving me Uh, i think we worked it out to um i put 70 you put 30.
0: yeah something like that yeah uh
4: but yeah i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna win some money uh the golden state warriors are gonna come back this is they lost a, a road game okay a hyped up, uh, overconfident, uh, crappy team uh, won a game. It, it
0: crappy team.
4: This is it's okay. Kawhi Leonard is hurt. Uh, the rest of the the players are weak sauce. They're all bitch made. Um, like I'm gonna win money. It's gonna be fantastic. Third. Yeah, we better. might be
0: losing the listeners here, but how dare you call Mark Gasol bitch made? Dear sir, I take
4: umbrage with that. Umbrage. Okay, I didn't know we were getting cuffs. Uh but that's I'm, okay. I'm, I heard of, no, I'm I'm really <laughs> excited to, to spend seventy
0: dollars. I'll probably spend it at Count of the Thrones. I'll probably spend it on Fireball for Spencer.
1: Oh god. See, well that's, that's a lot by. of Fireball. That's a lot oh, yeah. of
3: Fireball. Oh, Spencer. You, and
1: oh. When you say you're gonna spend it on Count of Thrones, this, this I'm sure just is making Sarah, your wife, super happy because that means that you're swearing off Grubhub for a little while. <laughs> that, that, that
0: a lot of truth in that, by the way.
4: <laughs> so, Spencer, <laughs> h- how about this? Um, so both Terry and I will will promise to spend our winnings on drinks for you at Con of Thrones. So now you're going to back me. I, I, I only have $30. Uh, so Spencer now has been announced as a Golden State Warriors fan because uh, $30, I mean, that's, that's not a lot of shots. So.
3: so
0: Spencer's a Golden State Warriors fan, and he's paying half of BJ's
1: plane ticket. God, Spencer, you bet that. Spencer's a generous guy. So I feel like this should be a a general thing that we do from now on. We have random bets that 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 we all participate in, maybe excluding Spencer, but the winnings go to Spencer's drinking. So you know, depending on hundred
0: percent, hundred percent behind this idea,
3: BJ. Yeah.
1: So so you know, we have a one to ten bet. You know. Spencer may be, you know, heavily on one side because it's $10 to $100. And for $10, like, you can only get, you know, so much alcohol. And for 100 that that's going to put him in, in a in a rough position. That's a lot of 40s. That, that's what I'm hearing. A lot of, a lot <laughs> of 40s.
2: Liam, might have believe then that the $30 that I won from you in our Game of Thrones betting is now all going towards Fireball?
3: You didn't win $30. Did yeah, I work. did. A
0: Song of Ice and Fire. What are you talking about? Levi, let me ask you this question. Go ahead. I don't know if you listened to the last Scott Questions podcast. I did. But during it, but during it, we had the discussion of, okay, does this, this bet pay out, right? Because Spencer said yep. Sam would write a song of ice and fire. I said he would not. Sam came in and said, uh, I, Mass, Archmaster well, Ebros wrote, wrote it. the um, title. I wrote the title. Um, the and title then when I questioned fire. Spencer on this, Spencer said, no, I need this. Now, this is... You've you worked with some bookies in your day, Levi. Wait, wait, wait. So, when you
1: go to a bookie and you say, I need this, <laughs> does that pay out? So, so I, I appreciate your humor on this, but, but Levi, before you answer the question, when when you talk about authorship, is authorship to the person that has written the most content?
4: No, so, sabija so you're all the content. You're going to overthink this. Spencer literally was thinking, uh, he wrote the words, A Song of Ice and Fire. Um, Spencer in his Asperger mind uh, was was thinking, Song of Ice and Fire, he wrote that. Um, now, now, to be fair to Spencer, if he went the other way that, that he had written the entire book and Master bros uh, wrote the title, he would also claim credit because he, Terry, to your yes, point, he was. Um, he's a degenerate gambler. Uh, um, you are a degenerate gambler who says, I need this. Um, I need this, guys. Um, that's what he told
0: me on the pot. He says, "I need this. You need to give this to me." That's not how betting works. Uh, so no. Look, I think it was being very fair to 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 say we could push.
1: I, I I think I think the fairest resolution of this is when you're at kind of Thrones*, and and hopefully I'll be there and 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 completely enjoy this. Lee, you put down thirty dollars worth of real liquor that Spencer has to drink.
4: No, I think that uh, so you're you're trying to like screw Spencer in one, one way. I, I mean, honestly, Spencer, if you want to argue this point, um, give us the emails of your classmates from 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 college, from 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 your law school training. And we'll email them and ask them their analysis of what is right. Mean. Uh, and we'll see what the common common uh, meaning of the contract was, which was absolutely not in your favor, by the way. Um,
2: of course oh, not. That's why I was begging by the end of the podcast. I know I this. I need this. I need this. <laughs> I know this. I was just so damn proud of myself that I even got that close. Look, I gave you a push.
4: Like you, what, did. you should be happy about that. You yeah. should be happy with a push um, because yes, you lost that
1: bet. So, so Lee, <laughs> if I'm not there every single time Spencer takes a shot, please say your Well, I'm strictly fireball. <laughs> No, it doesn't matter. Everything's Barney in your mind. It's fine.
0: I don't know. I may not have to, BJ. I mean, you, you, you haven't seen these these goers of the Con of Thrones. There's probably <laughs> going to be people around him doing that anyway. <laughs> All dressed up. I mean, I love the kids. I'm I'm very excited to see the kids. They get excited about this.
2: Um, Maybe not this year.
0: Yeah. No. I'm I'm well. That is going to piss me off. That's another thing. I think I need to bring riot gear to Con of Thrones this year because I'm going to be fighting about the final
4: season.
1: So. I'm going to call you out, Lee. Mm, All right.
4: Don't worry. Doug, Doug has already done this, by the way, in, in terms of on-brand. Uh, Doug texted us on, on Friday evening. Um, <laughs> and we, It started at 8 p.m. EST, and by 9.30 p.m. EST, there were, were 150 text messages on this chain of Doug just one of the hottest takes in the history of mankind.
1: Just trying to train uh, me. Doing everything he said. could to get me mad. So, so again, Doug is uh, one of our friends who I would say has – doesn't show up as things as an on-brand for Doug. Um, and he is uh, one of our friends who's in the military. And I believe we've referred to quite a number of times on this podcast. And maybe at some point we'll have him on. Um,
4: yeah, you're so very nice to our listeners. I would say just go listen back to all of our, our, our archives. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: this comes
3: with, up
4: um with uh, Amy Schumer is greater than Richard Pryor. That is the start of the thread. Yeah, he was just throwing atom bombs
0: into
1: this text thread. Yeah, thoroughly appreciate, but um, Lee, I just wanted to call you out for uh, referring to Concours as kids and just yeah, the kids. You know,
0: kids are having fun.
1: Yeah, and then it, it's perfect. It's on brand. It's everything else because you know the median age is probably like slightly younger than us, but not significantly, you know, us being, you know, somewhere around mid-30s and they're, you know, probably the, of the <laughs> are
0: Spencer, what hmm. would you
2: say the average age is?
0: Because it's over, over
2: to, us, right? The average age of the attendance? Yeah, it's got to be over us. No, I'd say the average age is younger than us. I'd say the average age of the presenters is over us. But the attendance? No, there's a lot of kids that are there.
0: It's so, not that much, though. There's more old people there than I would have anticipated. Of course, because they have to pay to be there. <laughs> Jesus, Spencer.
4: Other takes Doug had was, uh, uh, Doug, who's not his real name, uh, so you can't trace it back, <laughs> Uh is that when I saw Kim Jong-un had another round of e- executions, I was hoping that Vinny uh the other <laughs> dudes, the greatest trolls of all. Um, he, he also said that seasons seven and eight have to go down history, and it Kirusha and the Mueller investigation. <laughs>
1: I'm a little sad I'm not on this sex thread. no, yeah,
4: uh, know. It's, uh, he would just
0: be going after you. He'd be saying all kinds of stuff about Jewish people if you were on it.
1: Oh, I'm sure. He's just, he's just
0: trying to get people fired up. <laughs> uh,
4: also called Mayor Pete. Uh, gay and sharp.
0: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I shared that with Sarah because Sarah was on the Mayor Pete bandwagon early. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy's sharp. That gay guy's sharp.
3: Uh, All
1: right. So before we get too uh, too into our very specific personal relationships, uh, (laughs) Lee, you you said you could... uh, Make up some agenda, even if you didn't actually have some
0: yes, I could make up an agenda think about Doing that right
3: now
1: yeah I, I feel like talking about uh shit Doug does is uh, <laughs> a specific twitter thread that that probably should never be made into uh a bad n b a or sorry n b c uh one season with uh a declining star, but. Well, I'm going to say that his
4: take that J- that Jesus Christ was an Arab-looking Jew, but definitely not Palestinian,
3: is up there.
1: Yep, uh, that that is uh, shit. Doug says so. Heavy take. So, so we we need to start like a, a a Twitter account that is just shit. Doug says, but that's going to be separate from our whiskey on the weekend podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things that's been bouncing around in my head recently is hockey. And so what I mean by that is, I don't know if you guys watch hockey. Like, I, I haven't. But I started to bet on hockey. And if you bet on hockey, it's the most thrilling thing in the fucking world. Like, if you get to the third period, and folks are tied, and it, they're just back and forth, back and forth, and you have money on it, it's it's much more exciting than betting on football or basketball or pretty much anything other than horse racing. So my question to you guys are is, <clears throat> do you watch hockey? And if you don't, have you ever and actually had skin in it? Because I think that's kind of where the rubber meets the road with hockey.
1: Like if okay, had, so before anybody else responds to this, I feel like I need to say to Lee, so I like that you bring up a topic of conversation that Levi will have an opinion on. Spencer will not. Okay. And, and I will just say, meh, whatever. Um, but I'm going to make you try and think of another thing to talk about shortly. Levi, go. So I have I'm from North
4: Carolina, no rule, um, interest in hockey, but I am moving to Boston, Massachusetts, so I'm gonna oh, be yeah. a Boston Bruins fan. I'm have very firm opinions about style of play in hockey. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I want to be like very elitist about this because so it, behind the scenes, uh my work team is, is basically half Canadians. Um it's like uh, Forty percent Canadians, and we got Minnesota, who's basically Canadian in this regard. Um, do they know a crap ton about hockey? And I feel really embarrassed every time they they, they go about um, insert some random name that's not a name that I recognize, um, and they just talk in, in depth about style of play in hockey. And you know, I really like this new open spread offense, basically, uh, in in hockey. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I, get I can really get it. I can really get into that. I can I can like, you know, go to a bar in Boston and befriend some guy named Sully and he, he, he really uh teach, teach me about this hockey shit uh that's because i'm from north carolina, carolina. <laughs> yeah exactly that's my life i'm gonna find a little dive bar um where they have uh whatever they call your name yeah w- whatever they call shots in a beer um up there so like a tall boy had a a shot of um, uh have that and watch some hockey. It'd be great. I'm looking forward to it so so hard. But I have absolutely zero interest in hockey so far. Um but I can see your point. Um because betting makes things funner.
0: That's yeah, cool. and it's just it's thrilling if they're tied and like the next goal wins. Like that's it's extremely fun. All right, so be yeah, so, 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 you so, out a little bit. I'm gonna call you out a little bit. You asked but, me for an agenda topic. I gave an agenda topic, and then, you and then asked, I, on you. I don't like the agenda topic. So I'm yep. just going to throw it to you. If you would not like to talk about hockey right now, or betting, sports betting, then please,
1: fire away. I, I actually do want to talk about this, and I, I, I want to continue a previous topic. Um, I was just shooting on you just to, to – uh, it's, it's what I do. Sorry. Um, yeah. So so I, I will make a bet up with you, um, and uh, I, I don't really care – that much about the odds as long as the forfeit is Spencer drinking uh, with the amount that we set prior. Um, Okay. The bet that I want to make, and again, especially if Spencer is drinking as the forfeit with the amount that we set beforehand, I don't care which side I am on this. What do you think the likelihood is of Levi actually going to a bar to do anything more than once other than a it's a convenient bar like to go to watch hockey or anything else even if it's you know a beer in a shot and they have a good price and and, you know maybe it's relatively close to his house but like as a thing that he does more than again like i'm happy for you to set terms like i really don't care um i'm happy to make this bet and you know we can get uh levi's partner i think he said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, did her, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to verify this bet of do you think Levi will actually leave his house to go to a bar on any type of regular basis to do literally anything?
0: Okay, so I think if we're going to set terms of that bet, I think that is a little bit too vague. What I would like to, to do is to yep. set the terms as, is Levi ever going to go to a Boston Bruins game? Is he okay. going to physically
1: go to a hockey game? because there you go that's black and white right we can we can Um, so so wait so it's black and white um and i want to exclude uh his partner's family members taking to a game and you buying tickets
0: fair that's very fair yeah so if
1: levi on his own volition decides i want to go to
0: a boston boston brewing game um then it pays out so i'm going to say yes uh, and I think I will offer it straight up.
1: Okay, uh, uh, but I need a two-year period. Okay. So, 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 given that we've talked about this, I I prefer to bias this either one or two to three, because had we not brought it up, I would and and Levi was not aware of this conversation. I would go straight up with you. He'll but forget in like three months. Right. <laughs> Um, I, I I I will pay for fifty dollars of Spencer's drinks that Levi will not go to a Bruins game. Period. And my preference is that you put up a hundred or a hundred and fifty. I'll put up a hundred. Done. Okay. Yep. We got
4: it. Okay. All right, Spencer.
2: Either way, you're getting schnockered.
4: Yeah,
2: I'm um, into this at all, or am I just? No, some, yeah, okay. no,
4: you're, no. You're, you're just riding along. Um, <laughs> by the way, that was very good of you, um, uh, Terry to, to, to readjust that in my house because I do live across the street from here, a uh, Trader Joe's, so I would leave my house to go to Trader Joe's, um, with some regularity. I go over there and just get, get some lunch, um, but yes, I. I see where you're coming from, BJ, and I respect that. Uh, so, for the listeners uh, who don't know my personality, um, when my girlfriend has like would be away for work, she'd like she'll be gone for a week. There are times where I'll I, I will leave the house like Thursday evening and realize that I had not left the house the entire week, and I felt like a little bit dirty about that. I'm like <laughs> I really, am, I'm really just coming to shut in. Um, and I would love that if I could just like have the the Postmates people reliably deliver uh, and step inside of my house so I don't have to leave my house. Yeah, um, actually actually take it to the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be fantastic. Um, but we'll see. Um, it's pretty hard to get me to go and stay out late because my bedtime is like 8.30 or 9 p.m. EST. Um, but we'll see what this turns out. Spencer, your your face is, you have like sour grapes. You're You don't understand why this is being being foisted upon you. What did you do to deserve this? Mm -hmm. Describe your emotional state right now.
2: Good question. There's a frustrated element here. Um, There's a feeling of angry. It doesn't (laughs) quite rise to the level of angry. I think that will depend mostly on the resolution. Um, The fact that you upped the amount of the bet to, what is it now, $150 or something?
0: No, 50,
2: you're terrible at betting. So 50 (laughs) for BJ.
0: Uh, so I and in a hundred for me, right? So I would pay out a hundred. You would pay out fifty.
2: Got gotcha. you. So whoever wins, it's solely going to me
3: drinking.
1: Yep. Yeah. So yeah. so so the other thing that that I will put out there and and maybe, you know, Lee doesn't agree to this, but I feel like there there are two situations that 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 the actuation of this bet should should go under which is, one, for some reason and some way we have gotten you out to a bar um, in in, in a semi-group situation, or there is uh, a bunch of purchased alcohol, and you are in a group situation that that we are mostly present for. That's the condition where I'm drinking? No, 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 no. That's the actuation of the resolution of this bet. No, no, no. You are going to be drinking. There is no question there. It's where it must occur. It, it, it's it's the opportunities for this to occur for the the resolution of this bet. Because, okay. you know, it it seems silly just like, you know, for one of us to be like, ah, eh, you know, we sent Spencer some liquor, you know, for the podcast, and, and we're going to, you know, BS that. Or, you know, we're out of the bar, and, and I would... Uh, you know me and spencer and and I was covering the tab, and so you know i'll I'll do that but but I feel like you know for are a group of us are going to Con of Thrones and we're out of a bar, I feel like that's a good time to to uh pay up on this bet or you know for uh New year's where we're all together and we've we've purchased whiskey for for you to drink and and enjoy and and for all of us to to participate in in the uh difficulties that you will have in, in the resolution of our bet and and I like so so for our listeners the the expression that Spencer has is one of disappointment disillusionment and uh slight anger so question for the
4: for the room um I will pay $30 um between the three of you guys you can you can do this who are the two participants in the Stanley Cup finals
0: right now?
4: Yeah, I got you. St. Blue, St. Louis
0: Blues, Boston Bruins.
4: Okay. Spencer, you're drinking from $30 at uh, Conor. <laughs> there you go, Spencer.
3: You're
1: welcome. I, I like this general uh, theme of we <laughs> have bets that end up with Spencer drinking more.
0: I don't. Just I'm telling not me a blonde, <laughs> Tell me, leave. I've been betting on it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I I felt a little bad after I said that. Uh, it, I wouldn't exclude you at some point, but that, that's fair. Thirty dollars, Spencer. Um, that's not much. I mean, it's you know like three drinks at.
2: at can I, can I make place. a double? Can I make a double or nothing on that? Uh, dollars. So uh, if you guys guess this correctly, I will. I'll put my own extra thirty dollars on top of it. Can you give a topic or something? I mean, yeah, I a topic. any question. It, it, it will be hockey. I'm keeping in theme. Uh, See something ho- hockey and me related to it? I
0: don't know, man.
2: I can tell you what, tell you what it is in advance if you if you guys want to know before you, sure. before you accept yeah, that Yeah, or not. yeah. Well, I,
0: I, will I mean, always agree to that. If
2: between <laughs> if between the three of you, you guys each making one one guess can guess how many hockey games I have watched and how many hockey games I have been to in terms of professional hockey, like actual you know major teams. I I will put an extra thirty dollars on top of that bet, or we will eliminate it.
0: That's a terrible bet because a
2: terrible bet. Yeah,
1: we have to if, guess if you have, the number. If you have
2: better terms. I'm happy with it. But the, you know. how about you? Here, okay. So, so, to, so, so
1: here I have it. So so we give an upper and lower bound of exactly. the number of uh, teams that he's watched, or, or or the number of games yep. that he's watched, start to finish, and then to. And each has so the the bintu has a three game differential, and the watched has a five game differential
2: and if you if if whatever numbers you pick and the actual numbers fall within the differential, you guys win yes, yeah, I'm gonna go under
4: on the watched so uh Spencer, do you agree to those terms. <sighs>
2: I think it's too large for differential.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so, You're so the I worst
0: think person, your bookie would beat you up, and you wouldn't
2: even owe him money. <laughs> 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 I'm lucky that you were my only bookie then.
1: Yeah, you definitely are. So, so <laughs> I think right now what you need to do mm-hmm. is um, uncap with the uh, Tabasco sauce, ring, Which one? one of your Which bottle, one? and finish it and then tell us why you've watched more than zero hockey games in person. Yes. Yes.
4: Uh by the way, Spencer, respect for not doing that bet, taking that bet because I mean honestly the, the answer for us is that we we bet uh 5 games watched, 10 games watched, 15 games watched that that covers that bet uh and then we do uh 3, 6 and 9 games spin to
2: would you we would, uh, Yeah, uh, we uh, could we, have owned up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. why it wasn't a fair bet. Between three of you, you could cover any reasonable range based on what you knew about me. Well,
0: the only way to do that is we have to bet as one.
2: Yeah, you'd have to do one bet and yeah, then do it absolutely. that way.
1: All right. Well, finish up, Spencer. Uh, which one? I really want you to Your just favorite, drink the rest one. of the American honey. Oh,
3: okay.
4: Don't cry. You loved it.
1: He did like it. He's I enjoyed visiting history, it. but we have a yeah, But you can drink other things afterwards, and it's fine. Spencer, take the top off and don't all right I All right, Lee, I know, I, I, know you, I put you on the spot and then put you on blast, but I, I had my two topics, and I uh, Spencer, that's not the rest of the bottle. I, I We literally can see it, and you did not, not finish want, I, the I bottle. I did not want to
2: spill it, actually. So I'm a little bit drunk as is, so I was trying to cap before this. Come on.
1: Spencer, if you if you empty the bottle, you cannot spill the bottle once it's empty.
2: I was starting to miss the bottle as I was pouring it, so I was stopping because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Very honest there, Spencer. I try. Uh, did you want me to to say, uh, Levi, I believe you asked, uh, explain why I have been to hockey games
1: before? I mean, I did, but go okay. for it.
2: Uh, I think you guys can probably guess this yourself, that...
1: Your parents have
2: season tickets to something that mm, they are Charlottesites? Nice try, but no. Uh, it's the even more fundamental of me reason for that question. People have
1: asked me to go, and so I have. Okay. i going to go on brand. Yeah. Uh, was it your judge in, in Virginia? No, it is
2: it has been solely to the Charlotte checkers. Uh, I've been to two separate games because friends in Charlotte were very much into hockey and paid for me to be there with them. And so, though I have an interest in hockey, I was perfectly content to do whatever my friends asked me to do. Uh,
1: four games. What? Four games? Four games okay. what? How many times have you been? I have I've been, been to two. two.
2: I have never oh, watched okay. a game of hockey. On television to completion. Those have, been, those have been the answers to those questions.
1: When you say to completion it has such a. a
2: I have never watched more value. than 15 minutes of hockey on television.
0: Okay all right Spencer.
1: Hashtag's on brand.
0: health in the whiskey. All right well it seems like we're having fun but we're at a dearth for topics. Uh, yep, I've got.
2: I still have one. If we want, if we oh, to come yeah, to mine. please do. Yeah, something. let's do it. Go. It's returning to one of the topics you referenced earlier that I found curious. But you guys were talking about tips, and you responded very negatively to BJ's statement of how much of a tip he pays. What so I was curious. That's what? not true. Yeah, you missed
1: that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, oh. you really so did. So so Levi said, he, I, "I feel like you've confused Le- me and Levi for like ninety percent awesome. of this pod, which I find really impressive." Yeah. Um, Levi it said Levi something so about 20% on Grubhub, and... Yes. So wait, the,
0: the wait. difference we're arguing here, Spencer, is when you order from a food app, like Grubhub, or Uber Eats, whatever, how much does it charge you automatically? In, In terms, terms of the absolute delivery 20%? charge? No. Uh, yeah, it's del- yeah, it's delivery charge. So yeah. Levi threw out that it's 20% of your meal, and I said, wow, that's really, really high. Um, and it, well, and if you're
1: getting, like, six entrees. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it's not that.
1: Um it
2: would only be
0: twenty percent for me. Then you tip on top of that,
2: right? Sure. So okay. that's but, what we were discussing. Actually my question though was, and this is something I, I have a recurring debate with a few friends about of what things do you think it is appropriate or normal to tip for? For I've got friends that will tip whenever someone delivers anything to their house or to their table or anything else, regardless of the circumstances. They will tip. Right. So brands.
1: so do they tip on like Amazon deliveries?
2: Uh, I've got a couple friends that will actually tip whenever someone delivers anything to them because they think that's that normal. I'm just saying that's what they do.
1: No, 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 yeah, but like legitimately how? That was a trap, was a mean, trap question.
2: Plan. Cash to the person, thank you for delivering the object to me. But in terms of services that are delivered to you mm. and for you, what do you think, what, what what is the range of what you think is appropriate tip for and not? Because I have There currently is no no solid rules for this, at least no micro-advice.
0: All right, Spencer, lean closer to your microphone,
2: because we can barely hear you. Um, I would
0: say, um, I don't know. There's a strip club joke there somewhere. (laughs)
1: Um, So so I will be a proponent of uh, the Japanese system of pay a living wage to the people that you have and (laughs) don't tip, but uh, hashtag on brand. Uh, but also in at restaurants I pretty much always tip 20% and uh, give or take and then there are other things I will sometimes tip for and I I actually have a story of something that, that I did recently where I was uncomfortable the entire weekend that this happened so uh, a friend of mine got married in uh, near Charl- Charleston, uh, South Carolina at uh, some resort on something like an island nearby, and so we were, it, it was like a golfing and beach resort, and we did, we went there, and um, because we were in one of that house's or whatever that was in the resort, we got free transportation, we just had to organize it. And so somebody shows up in a, you know, 14-seater van and drives us somewhere. Um, And I guess this sort of goes along with, like, usually I'll tip with Uber, uh, but not most of the time, but not always if there's like if I'm not super happy with something. But usually I'll tip with Uber, but a couple of bucks, it's not like usually a percentage. So with this, it was a complimentary service for, I think we had like a three bedroom house and it was, you know, four or 500 bucks a night or something like that. And along with this, you got, you know, complimentary transportation within the like two or three mile island jetty, jetty that we were on and i never tipped with this but like i was always a little bit uncomfortable with the like drivers with that um i think one of the people that i was with tipped at some point and i felt like i probably should have but like i don't know what the uh expectation there is and i also feel like asking them would also be super weird so so that's my sort of recent uh experience with a situation that I probably should have tipped some but like I don't know what the uh, expectation is there and so so I didn't but I think that the some of the people that I was with did at some point
0: yeah I'll jump in um I always tip and I um all the time um, always,
2: always tip what, like expecting <clears throat> every single thing anyone ever does for you, or is there a limitation No, no, no,
0: no, no. When, when you're dealing with service level employees, right, so you're dealing with somebody who qualifies for being paid an hourly wage less than the minimum wage, then I feel like we have an obligation to pay them, right? So restaurant workers are that way. So yeah. waitresses get paid less than the minimum wage because there's an expectation that they're going to be tipped. So I feel like we have an obligation to tip them, even if you're getting takeout right and this is something me and my dad have gone back and forth on because he's like well they didn't do anything you know you're just picking up a pizza and i'm like yeah but like if you pick up a pizza from a place and you don't go and sit down and eat then they're out that money right
1: so do you tip up the place, and do you do you always have cash on hand to do that uh no I, i do it through my card like you know whatever you pay
3: Right, so so it's like on Grubhub
1: or whatever like that, you can like just like enter something in and, and do yeah, it. Yeah, there's, right, there's yeah, there's there's quick
0: buttons of so 15, yeah. 20, 25, whatever. Yeah, I always do about 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my stance. I just feel like these people are being paid less than minimum wage. The Grubhub okay. thing is different, right? Because this is, you're, you're talking about like drivers and the delivery fee. I'm talking about like actually at the restaurant like yeah yeah say, so, you, so
3: separate
0: from always, a like I mean so, shorter than
1: just spit in your face like yeah you should pay them yeah so but but separate from that so so not at a sit-down restaurant like so let's say it's buffet let's say it, it's you know an uber or uh let's say that it's arranged transportation for like you to get from point a to point b and You know, it's arranged beforehand by your company or whatever else, but, like, it's somebody doing something for you and that may garner a tip or, you know, somebody at a hotel. Like, what's your go-to with non, with professions that aren't, like, definitionally, quote-unquote, underpaid, like a bartender or waitress or or whatever else?
0: If I have cash on me? (laughs) I don't know. I don't keep cash on me, so, like, sometimes it can be tough. Especially yeah. if you're fucking around in a casino, because, like, there's an expectation that you kind of grease the palms a little bit. But, like, I just don't keep cash on it. Like, so sometimes it's – sometimes I, like, look at somebody and I'm like, well, I would tip you, but I don't have cash. So, sorry. Levi.
4: Sir. Do you
0: uh you grease in the palms?
4: Uh, not as reliably as you. But, yeah, I mean, I'm also the weird person who always has cash. Okay. Like I make it a point if I have less than $20 of cash in my wallet, I'm gonna go to the bank and and, and get cash just on the offhand that I need it. Uh, Part of it is preparing for the apocalypse. Um, It's probably smart though, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you need to have at least $100 in cash in your wallet, to me, it's a reasonable baseline. Um, But yeah, I I, I definitely am more towards you, Terry, um, in terms of, I'm gonna tip reasonably well, um, because, you know, especially for delivery in these situations, I'm being lazy. I'm, I'm not doing something. I, I could do something. I It's just a penalty. I just kind of have to pay it myself. I'm so sorry. That's a a tax on me being being lazy not doing something. Um, either it's, it's me not thinking ahead in terms of like work-lunch deliveries, um, or it's just like it's Friday night and we're tired. Um, like, yeah, we are Thai food and we're going to pay a little extra because we don't want to go out because we're exhausted from the week. It's flaw. It, it, it makes sense, but that's just a tax uh, to me. Um, so Spencer, you started this question.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: if you're going to a nice hotel, do you, do you tip the person uh,
2: who who values your car? Uh, typically, yeah, I'll tip, I'll tip him. I'll tip. If I'm at a nice hotel, I'll typically tip him, and I'll tip, and I'll leave a couple dollars for the uh, cleanup staff that's cleaning up the room. Couple,
0: Couple dollars, three, man, three, big baller.
2: Three dollars. How do you do that? Uh, I mean, it depends on the hotel. Some hotels actually have a set envelope available, uh, but otherwise, I will typically just take out five or whatever else, and I will leave it on the counter of whatever desk is in the room for their services cleaning up my mess. Now, okay. Spencer, you and I have shared a hotel room. Yeah, I left money, but I left money before we left. I
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
3: I don't know about that.
1: Uh, Yeah, you might have left it. But so uh, my other question is, so uh, at functions. You went back to do it? Hold on, PJ.
0: It's not just that he went back to do it.
2: (laughs) Okay,
1: Spencer.
0: You went back. So we checked out and you went back to leave five bucks?
2: No, we went into the room. I said I forgot something. I went back to the room and grabbed the thing I forgot and left cash on the counter. Okay. All right. Well, that's his story. So Spencer. Um, okay. So you do it hotel rooms. Um, strip clubs. I I have only ever been to strip clubs with you, and I have never
1: paid for anything other than the entrance fee at those strip clubs when I've been there. Shame on you. Yeah. That 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 you should have more shame in your voice and your expression when you say that. A lot more. Um, so. Do you tip
2: your barber as is, is, is a common profession that I tip? Yep, yes. I do. So, so
1: uh, uh, when you've gone to a function that has a bar, yes, usually an open bar, so A, do you tip at an open bar and, and what are your, or do you drink there? And second, uh, even when it's a, a paid bar, but presumably they're still getting paid to be there. Like, do you tip differently at, at a function than you would at at a bar itself? And so I will say okay. I usually tip at an open bar, but again, as Lee said, it really depends on whether I'm carrying cash. And there have been weddings where it's just like, I should, why should I have a, a full wallet with me? Because that's just a really poor life choice because I'm just going to get drunk. Um, I'll just like have my ID on me and like that's it. So
4: uh, I tip at weddings, I do not tip at work events.
0: Good call. I agree uh, with that.
1: Yes. Yeah, um, I, I don't I tip it at university events where there happens to be alcohol, but...
4: Well, I mean, I, like the most recent scenario was um, my company had a, a user conference in, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and it had the, the offsite sort of main sort of celebration in the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. And there were people there uh, serving drinks. Uh, I did not tip there. I didn't feel the need to tip there. I thought maybe. If only
1: it the Mavs, then you might have tipped.
4: Well, yeah, of course, because they're good people. Um, is just. Uh, oh, yeah, because they haven't had any institutional problems
0: lately. Like, it's been a really well run organization.
4: Uh, organizationally, I mean, I, I want to support the women there. So. Um, Inside joke, but yes, uh, yeah, it's a deep, deep NBA shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, generally tip yes. Um, Spencer, I, I, I'm not as good as you. I don't tip uh, the cleaning staff at hotels who wants to stand there for, for exaggeration. He doesn't either. He's bullshitting there.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> why are you Why are you drawing a line, line? Drawing a line in the sand on this? Yeah, uh, you didn't, You don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I, I love you, buddy, but you don't do that. I definitely agree with Levi. Like I just realized there there's a a sort of singular thing that, given my profession, I get to participate in, which is just every so often like drug companies or uh, instrument companies will throw parties for scientific conferences and have food and or drink and it's you know open bar and open food and. Every so often, like especially if I have cash, or like, you know. But this is rare that that I'll, you know, toss the bartender some money. But especially if it's a big, well-known company that's throwing a party, it's just like, I mean, maybe not me personally per se, but like we spend an inordinate amount of money with these companies. Like, if they're throwing a party, like, eh, whatever.
0: Well, here's my thought and I agree with Levi on this, it's like if your employer is going to throw a apart, right, and they are claiming to cover the cost, then you as the employee shouldn't be responsible for paying
1: the service staff, right? Like
3: that should be covered.
1: Okay, so, so I 100% agree with that, but I also feel differently when it's like if there's an open bar to a wedding, I will, I hope that I have cash on me and I can tip.
3: Yeah. Well,
4: to be fair, m- my internal justification for getting far more fucked up at a wedding than I am at a work event. So um <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: fair point. And and, and more important more people are, right? So there there's gonna be a, a drunk guy or a drunk girl who's just obnoxious and terrible. Um it happens at every wedding. Uh whereas a work event that generally doesn't happen. So in terms mm-hmm. of the, the like the experience they have to have, they have to deal with like extremely obnoxious people. Um well bj apparently your work parties are fun in the mind
1: well okay so, so it's not work blow. parties per se but it, like scientific conferences or conferences in general where there's like a paid for party i feel like people take a lot more leeway than a personal or work function
4: yes that's fair i mean my it's just different like we we live in different worlds right so like my work functions typically involve customers Um, So I'm not like downing shots and just like going crazy. Uh, Whereas you are dealing with vendors who want to sell you stuff Um, So yeah, a little different.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's the client. Yeah,
4: yeah, exactly But yeah, we're going to Yes Spencer apparently uh, Thinks of himself as a person who tips for everyone, but in reality probably doesn't Um,
2: moment Sorry, don't mean to interrupt, Levi. No, no, please, please, please go on, (laughs) Senator. In terms of your your work event versus, like, say, like, open bar at a wedding divide, uh, typically I won't tip at work events because, as you guys said, I assume that the the, um, work is paying for it, and also I just don't have cash at home. Um, The only time I've, I've tipped at a work event was when I actually asked and found that they weren't, and I then went and bought a drink and... Wrote like a massive tip on it just to try to supplement that, cause I felt bad that they work with not tipping the staff for. It. Hero over here, um, look at this guy. For for weddings and everything else, I have an advantage in tipping at those, and I do like to tip the bartender during those for like every every couple of drinks or whatever else. Is that I always get cash before I travel, and all basically every social event or wedding or whatever else I go through with you guys, I'm happy to travel to do it, and so I have cash on hand to do it, but I. For those kind of weddings, whatever else, I would like to be able to tip, assuming I have cash available, and I'm just uniquely able to do so because I'm typically traveling to
1: doing it. So I think that's interesting that you say you get cash to travel, and I usually like, I will sometimes and very often, like, make sure I have cash when I travel. But like, the the thing that I feel weird about is, especially at, like weddings and stuff like that, is I'll have gotten cash, but I'll have like twenties and up, like yeah, I, like I don't.
3: Yeah. Have, yeah
1: small bills and so unless I'm getting with you. a couple of like and and so when I'm just paying for a tip it's just like I feel super weird about being like well I have a 20 like what's the best that you can do to break this and hey I have a bunch of money and I'm not going to give you it I'm going to give you some portion of this
0: yeah so th- this comes up um when you visit certain establishments um <laughs> and you need small bills so what you need to do
3: wait <laughs> like, wait,
1: wait, actually, we know exactly what we need to do so so apparently at at certain banks, there is a specific teller that has twos. two
0: dollar bills
1: <laughs> and, and this if you ask for this teller in specific, he usually has coins. at two dollar bills and two dollar coins that you can get dollar. Coins. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do- yeah, yeah, and dollar coins um, that, that you can specifically tip with. Um, and I do remember, uh, Lee, I believe it was before your wedding that we went to a couple of different banks looking for twos. Yep, yep. I remember. We drove around. And uh, hey, you we were mostly unsuccessful. Um <laughs> But we did find a couple of tellers that were willing to give us a wad of wine.
0: Yeah, it, so that's a good point. I mean, like, if you're, if you're tipping, you know, like, somebody parking your car or somebody, like, a concierge at a hotel helping you with, like, a, a restaurant reservation, like, you need small bills. Yeah. Uh, and that's problematic, right? Because, like, I don't, know, I don't even carry a wallet. I carry a phone case that I can put a few cards in. like So yeah. I don't have a place to store a bunch of money.
1: Um, I think the only reason that I carry cash on a similar regular basis right now is because, uh, the barber that I go to is a cash only establishment. Um, and that's literally the only reason that, that I essentially ever have cash other than like leftover from something else. And now when, you know, I, friends or family or whatever is just like, oh, like I need to pay back for this. Like, you know, do you prefer X or, you know, X, Y or cash? And it's just like, oh, like can I get cash so I can like carry it? But otherwise, like I I don't carry cash anymore and it's just not a thing and. Yeah, me um, too. You,
2: you, you, you remind me of something, PJ.
1: Okay, so so I'll I'll let you tell your little story. Uh, so, sorry, uh, I'll let you tell your story Afterwards, and and yes, Lee. Thanks for calling me out on that. But the the only reason that I used to carry cash, and I try and keep cash in my wallet anymore, other than for these specific things that I know about, is every so often in a blue moon, there are certain restaurants, and they're usually ethnic restaurants, will only take cash. And for a very long time, when I was younger, that is a reason that I would carry a. You know, fifty to to one hundred and fifty in cash, at, at, in my normal day to day. Because especially on the East Coast, in like the New Jersey, New York area, there were certain restaurants that were cash only, straight up.
0: Okay, okay Spencer, tell your little story.
2: Uh, you just brought something to mind about how some of these cash alternative apps, like you know, the Cash App or Zelle. Cash or- App widespread now. The pet. Um, Florida has a very large homeless population because it's warm all year round and so they don't have to worry about um, temperatures outside that could be dangerous to their health. But I have, sorry, I had an event recently where I'm walking down the street and I was going to ask me whether I had any money and I didn't have any cash so I told him such, to which his response was, oh I can give you my cell phone number and you can just sell it to me. Uh, <laughs> so. Damn, Welcome to 2018. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: that was just a new era I hadn't expected, right there. And you thought you could get away
0: with it, what, and and so you sent him money. No, I told him no, and <laughs> kept walking.
2: Oh, okay, all right, good. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Sorry, oh, that just man. came to
2: mind when you were saying that, BJ.
1: Oh, fair enough. That that is kind of crazy. Uh, I I I mean, it makes sense that it makes sense that that's a thing now, but like a little bit baffling.
2: We live in a world where cash has become increasingly unnecessary to the point that you can just use your cell phone to transmit most of your cash purchases. Hell, you don't even necessarily need a credit card anymore. You can just use Apple Pay. Yes,
0: that's true.
1: Do you you use apps to pay for things? I I just don't imagine you doing that, Spencer. Like, I know... he doesn't. I've seen him write a check. (laughs)
3: Spencer? Have you?
1: Well, okay, so so that answers that question, which no, I, I was about to that. ask. And hundred percent on brand, but like, Can I, I don't know that I've written like a person a check in at least a decade. I mean, like maybe one or two, but like that is not a regular occurrence for me. Like I don't have checks, and and I mean, obviously answered it, but like. Spencer, I imagine you, like, carrying a checkbook or at least carrying checks with you on a regular basis because you feel like that's something that you need. Um, And I also imagine you having, like, uh, a ledger where, like, you write down (laughs) the checks that that you, like, put out and, and, like, do the math, like, Uh, as necessary.
2: To answer two of your questions, uh, yes, I have a check in my wallet, and Lee knows this because I when didn't have I didn't have the cash, I pulled that check out and wrote it to him to pay off a debt I owed him.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and in terms of how many checks I used, I used enough checks that my checkbook ran out a couple of weeks ago, and I ordered 500 more. So,
3: yeah,
1: I, mean, I, I told you, he's a check writer. You live a life that I do not understand.
0: Uh, well, I, we can round the bases on that one, because there are <laughs> a lot of different reasons.
2: <laughs> I also use cash apps frequently because my coworkers and I will regularly order out food, and we'll use the cash apps or whatever else. Yeah, and yeah. transmit typically for me it's through Zelle the money to them just to
1: avoid that kind of complication. I feel like that that's the one of the oldest man things that you've said on this podcast, other than like I write checks for debts, which is I use Zelle to uh, square up with, with with my coworkers.
0: It's I in my what I do. It's I in my app. <laughs>
1: I, I I do Bitcoin. like Bitcoin and and I, I feel like, well maybe Venmo is is maybe the the app of choice between my coworkers, uh but, but I also imagine that Levi is just like excited that he mostly telecommutes and doesn't have to deal with the social contract of like figuring out like ordering food as a group.
4: Well, so yes, in theory, but in practice. I work, my office, I, the group that I work with was like 30 people. So there was very, we didn't order things delivery to there, right? It would go out to yeah. eat. So you can get split uh, checks at restaurants in North Carolina. Um, yeah, or your boss
0: can pay for it.
4: Yeah, yeah. if I had a boss like Terry, I can just tell him to pay for it. Um, that'd be sure. great. Um, but yeah, so uh, to be fair, the only times, I, so I, I, I write checks when dealing with the government.
3: Uh,
1: to pay um. so, so every time I go to a store, and I have to pay tax. Like I pay the store, and then I write a check for the tax for the five percent or seven seven point two percent that I owe in North Carolina. All
0: right, we did took two and a half hours, but we have the moment of the podcast. We now write
2: checks
3: to the government. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh,
4: yeah, I mean, like, oh, when I'm paying my car tax or, like, paying uh, income tax to North Carolina or the U.S. government... Wait, wait, uh, wait.
1: What was that first thing?
4: Uh, car tax or a property tax for a car. Your car, yeah. Yeah, the
1: road usage. Road, uh, but
2: road yes.
4: usage? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's, that's but the, the only time I, 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 I use checks to be honest. Um, so I'm not giving the government my bank information. They just have to connect the systems, and good luck with that. Um, so I I force them to. So the check. can't
0: take your money. Is that what you're going for?
4: I'm gonna get harder for them to, them to take my money. <laughs> I, I want All them right, to have to do ahead. a couple of phone calls have to figure that stuff out. I
1: I just want you to have like a chunk of gold that you shave, like onto on a scale or something, and it's like here are my taxes. Like fuck you guys.
4: uh I didn't realize how on brand that was of me to say yeah. <laughs> given, given the reaction. Uh, all of you guys just, just died. And I, I'm
3: uh,
4: you know, just living my life. Um, yes, I, uh, I write checks for that. Otherwise, no, it's, it's a silly thing. I've got a stack of checks. I've never had to get a replacement. Uh, Spencer, I, I, mean, I am with you. Like in theory, I do carry a check to both my checking accounts. Um, in my wallet just in case
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. both of your checking accounts
4: yeah Let's let Sam no <laughs>
1: <laughs> she doesn't know about this it's fine
4: um but yeah there's that um so Terry you do not write checks or do you uh
0: it, here's the thing it, I write checks when I've been lazy I'm like, not, not paid any other way that I should have paid and then, like it's like the last moment, I'm like, "All right, well, fine, I'll just write a check and like send it." But,
2: but like pullback like, plan.
0: Yeah, my my first sort of inclination is never to write a check, obviously. And I don't think I've ordered checks in like
1: five years. I don't think I've ever ordered checks in my entire life. Well,
0: how did you get checks?
1: Uh, opening bank accounts, you get like a certain number, and I've just never used those up. Um and honestly for the most part like i've discovered that uh the credit union that i use like essentially they'll they'll send out checks for you know all the bills that i pay or whatever else and so if i have a personal debt that i need to pay i just do it that same way and i assume a check arrives and people can do whatever they need to with it <laughs> uh i don't know um well guys
0: I don't know how much longer you want to go on, but we've yeah, uh, gone a long time. Spencer, how are you? How drunk are you? One to ten.
2: One to ten. Um, I don't think I've ever been around you guys more than probably an eight. So I'd say right now I'm probably no
1: more that than five. That is. I believe that is not the case, and if it is the case, we I need would define to talk it, and change that. I would define a 9 or a 10 requiring some degree of blackout,
2: and I have never been in a circumstance where I have forgotten events involving you guys. I have, sti- I have been aware how goddamn drunk throwing up I was, but I've never forgotten things. Yeah, we'll get there. Luckles. <laughs> Hashtag. Um. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, guys, no, no more than a 5, maybe even just a 4.
0: It's been a lot of fun. We've done two, basically, episodes. It yep. was yep. recorded on June 2nd. Anything else you guys want to talk about or cover before we wrap up?
1: I think I have some things to talk about maybe uh, for the next time, but but it's been fun.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Levi, how are
2: you?
1: Fantastic. Let's go ahead and sign off. Spencer, what's up?
2: Not much. Had, had, had a blast. Looking forward to next time we do this. Spencer, are you uh, going to need a nap later? Uh, nap later or now? You know, those two well, this is
1: probably true. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, Lee, I think you've succeeded. Um, my goal was to do this early and maybe super up and have something productive for the rest of my day, but given the three whiskeys that you sent out, I don't think that's going to happen. So, mm. cheers. All
0: right. Cheers to you, PJ. All right. Thanks, everybody. This has been an
1: episode of Whiskey on the Weekends.
0: Check out our other pods. We have Mangum Reads. We do not have the GOT Guy Questions podcast. I so think you can check it out our archive versions of that. And, uh, Yeah, stay with us on the podcast channel, we have some good things coming up, thanks everybody,
1: cheers. Cheers.